a desert planet with twin suns. Hello there. It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground! That's f***ing Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to this week's Obi-Wan Kenobi review and breakdown. We're going through episode four today, so without further ado, let's dive into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. So as usual, we're going to be going through my non-spoiler review first, followed by my full spoiler review and breakdown, and finishing out with some theories in my vision segment. So... My non-spoiler review of this episode is I'm mildly disappointed by this episode. Ultimately, I'm still excited for what's to come in the final stretch of the show, but I feel like there was a lot of wasted potential story-wise this week. It was far too short and lacked any real narrative substance. This next, uh, The next couple weeks had better be good. And I say that I did enjoy certain aspects about this episode. I don't want to say that it was terrible. I think that it was the closest to filler that I would be comfortable saying without actually calling something filler because I don't think it was fully filler. There was definitely some stuff that was of significance, but at the same time, we're only getting six episodes of the show. So it's a little frustrating when an episode doesn't quite have the appropriate amount of oomph behind it. So that's really my biggest gripe. That being said, there will be spoilers in the rest of this episode, so if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and stop listening. It will still be here when you uh, come back. But this is the spoiler warning. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Let's dive in. So the first thing that I want to talk about is Jabim. And this was one of my theories from last week, but I think that there was a lot of wasted potential with the Bacta healing. I think that you could have added on another... 10 minutes to the front end of the show and shows some really cool uh, flashbacks to Anakin and Obi-Wan. It doesn't even have to be like a cool action sequence, but just them talking as friends. Um, and then you also have some cool continuity with the Book of Boba Fett that whenever you go into these back to chambers and um, you like you start to heal, your, your mind kind of goes back to these memories. And I think that would be really cool to see. Unfortunately, we didn't get that. It was a very brief uh, sequence. I think that it makes sense that there weren't other Jedi there on Jabim, but because like they want to keep them in one spot for like as brief a time as possible. But I would have liked to see like maybe another passenger along the path, even if it wasn't someone that we knew. I think that that would be a really interesting thing to see. And I loved seeing Kenobi in his traditional Jedi tunic. That made me smile. That was really cool. Um, getting to see him kind of as he is meant to be was, was a really special thing that I'm not going to discredit this episode for. That being said, I'm confused because it's set up that Kenobi has some sort of mental hurdles or obstacles to uh, get past in order to get back to what he used to be. I mean, heck, he was struggling to move a little metal piece with the Force. And Tala kind of tells him, like, oh, it just takes time, like, and he's like, ah, oh, so there's some things I can't forget. But then, later, he's just back to the way he used to be, without any sort of, like, journey to get there. Guess they didn't want to flesh that out anymore, that's, that's cool, just kind of jump straight to the punch, I guess. Um, would have been, been interesting to see, but, 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 but I get it, it's, it's all good. 
Um, Riva and Leia, it's an interesting pairing. I continue to be annoyed by Riva. She doesn't feel like much of a villain, more like a kid who's kind of desperate for attention from their parents. So they like decide to act out. I find it very interesting that she, she being Riva, can't extrapolate that Leia is force sensitive since she can resist her mind probe, which is very convenient for like the greater Star Wars narrative. But that being said, I was really hoping for Vader to just destroy Reva. Like, really excited, but oh well. I guess that's not for this week. Um, that being said, Little Leia continues to be great. That's nothing new. I don't have anything too new to say about that, but I still really like her character. Um, I like Tala a lot. I think that her character is very well casted, very well played, very interesting. She references Florum and the Surtar Sector, which Florum is the base of operations, or houses the base of operations for Hondo Onaka's pirate gang. Um, and Hondo is a very fantastic character from the Clone Wars. I've come to kind of compare him to a Jack Sparrow type, a very uh, charismatic, um, kind of loose cannon type, uh, very funny, very um, power and, and money hungry, but, but a Ultimately has good intentions, um, which makes me think, hey, Hondo appearance? Not really, but I'll get into that a little bit, a little bit later. Uh, I like the prequel throwback with Obi-Wan swimming up to the base, and I thought that his infiltration was really cool. Him saving Leia, sort of a Starkiller-style scene where the lights go out and his blade is the only thing that lights up the room. That was dope. Um, I liked watching him fight. It was really cool, very refreshing. Uh, even though it kind of contradicts what they were saying earlier about him not being fully with it, it was still cool to see. Uh, the Purge Troopers aren't anything special, but they certainly were there. Um, can say that. They were specially trained troopers to work alongside the Inquisitors and Hunt Jedi. Is the one in the black armor. It kind of looks like a Death Trooper. Didn't really do anything of significance. Um, the tomb was the most interesting part of this episode. There was an angry Jedi... That could be either Pablo Jill or more likely Coleman Kaj. Um, Coleman Kaj was a member of the Jedi Council. Pablo Jill was there during the first battle of Geonosis. Terra Sinube, crying emoji. He was an elder Kosian Jedi who served uh, the Jedi as early as the days of the High Republic. He was a member of the Jedi Council for a time and had since stepped down during the days of the Clone Wars when he helped Ahsoka Tano after she lost her lightsaber. He himself had a really cool cane lightsaber that was like kind of a pale blue, but it was uh, hidden within his uh, cane where it kind of detached from the rest of the staff and became his lightsaber. It was really, really cool. But he's one of the dead Jedi, which is super sad to see. And I'm not sure who the other Jedi were, but it was a wild, wild scene. And I have a theory about what that room is for uh, coming up in Visions. And the ending, it was cool to see the cost of helping the Jedi because the people who are involved in the path owe nothing to the Jedi other than the faith that they have in the Old Order. And they died, even though they're not soldiers, they're not trained for this, they're just people. And I think that that's a really cool thing to see. And I'm also sad that Lola is a tracker now. That's a big oof, but I'm sure that she'll get fixed down the line. Something like that, I don't know. That being said, I don't have too much more to say uh, review-wise, but I was hoping for some good development for Obi-Wan, got none. Hoping for some background for Reva, 
got none. No flashbacks, no struggle. Just an easy escape with minimal narrative ground covered. And while like the stuff about the Jedi remains and seeing Obi-Wan operate like he used to were all cool things, I feel like the overall episode lacked substance, which is super disappointing to see in the fourth episode of a six-episode series. But that being said, I didn't hate it. I just am frustrated because I feel like it could have been longer. I think that you could have spent more time developing some of these characters, but all in all, it is what it is. I just hope that these next two weeks deliver big time. Uh, with that said, let's dive into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So I don't have too much from this episode just because I don't feel like there was too much new stuff to go off of, but I do think that the Jedi remains are harvested to help Palpatine's cloning process, which we see the byproduct of during the Rise of Skywalker, but this is because it was nearly impossible to clone an organism while retaining Force sensitivity. So, like, say you were to clone a Jedi, that Jedi's clone probably wouldn't be as strong with the Force as the original Jedi. That's just was the nature of the beast. That's why there weren't cloned armies of Force users. Um, it just wasn't a viable process. It was very, very difficult to develop. And so... I can't think of any other reason why the Empire would preserve Jedi remains, so that's my best guess. I was also joking about a Hondo appearance earlier, but, like, it's a possibility. I'm hoping not as awesome as that would be. He's one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars, but I really think that it would derail stuff pretty significantly if he showed up. I don't think that it fits the story super well. But, I mean, I guess I wouldn't complain too much if he did show up, but I just don't think it makes too much sense. Um... Like I said, I don't have too many other theories that are like new. This episode didn't give too much new to go on, but Obi-Wan and Vader are still going to have another fight. Reva's still going to get some sort of redemption, and hopefully we get some really fantastic stuff in the next couple weeks because today, in my opinion, was a miss. Regardless of the cool nuggets we got, it just didn't quite do what it needed to do narratively to keep this story where it needed to be. So... That's a little disappointing, but that being said, I'm still optimistic. I think that the show's going to land on its feet ultimately, and this is just going to be kind of a, oh, wish they had done more, but oh well. Um, I think that these next two episodes are going to be really fantastic. So that being said, um, make sure you tune in next week for that. Uh, we're going to have an ability to speak coming out next Friday. Um, so it's going to be three episodes in one week. It's going to be a busy week, and I hope that y'all enjoy everything that I have coming to y'all. So that being said, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.